This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, the 8th day of January. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a happy new year and good morning to you folks over in the North Druid Hills area. Okay. North Druid Hills. Yeah, I know about North Druid Hills. I get up yeah, there at 85 that. there, and, yeah. and and one way is Beaufort Highway and all the kind of stuff that goes on over there, that, that, and then you go you the other way. way you, you go to the left, you're going into what is now Brookhaven. But hey, well, that's that's what depends that's on called. if you're coming north or south on 85. Well, if you go, well, if you if you're going toward Buford Highway, that becomes Brookhaven. Well, it turns into yeah. But if you, I said if you're going There's the other some nice way, nice folks with some very nice police yes, vehicles. They do that are riding around there. <laughs> that, <laughs> yes, that, that, yes, they do. <laughs> you know, and by the way, the other way taking you toward Toco Hills. Yeah, they got the same kind of cop cars there too. Yep. So y'all just be careful out there. Well, they got the cab cop, cop cars. Going we, either way, you, they they looking for you if you're getting. You're going to get silly. And, of course, you, you know, you're getting close to Emory over there. Oh, so they're not, they're not, they're Everything not is around. Emory because if you get off that exit That's and make true. a turn. If you think about what's off that exit now, you got the big children's You got the hospitals. Yeah, complex, yeah. And you got the Emory complex, which also has our Hawks uh, training facility mm-hmm. uh, that is there. And all that is right off that exit. That's my, a, that's my old stomping ground, man. It's become a very busy place. Yes, it has. And, and there's certain apartments there where you could look out and see the changing of the guard at the Pink Pony. Just if you know what buildings to look between, they're right off at Beaufort. Anyway, that's more. That's not why you called. Listen, we came back with Elvis. He would have been 88 years old today. Today. Elvis Presley. This was Elvis's birthday, man, January 8th. And I, I, I wonder, I always say this um, thinking that everybody knows this, and I'm just surprised from time to time when it comes up in conversation and, and they go, I didn't know that. Do you think everybody knows, remembers that Elvis was a twin? Uh, some may or may not. Elvis was a, t- a twin, ladies and gentlemen, and lost his brother actually two days after the birth. They were both, you know, born in uh, 1935, but uh, his brother Jesse Guerin passed to you know a couple days later. But yeah, Elvis would have been 88 years old today. So that's we came back with um, Promised Land. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We're going to talk basketball in just a bit here, but this is normally when we back up 10 yards and, and punt everything else, all the big stuff aside, and let's focus on what we got going around here in our own neighborhoods. 
and Mr. Crenshaw brings us up on what's going on locally. If anything, it could be a slow time. We understand that, but still, the floor is yours, sir. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. All right. Well, well, <laughs> I don't know how, how, how slow it is, but but some of our some of our college basketball teams uh, came crashing back to earth. You know, it's been a big week uh, for our college basketball teams. And, you know, um, Georgia had the big win. Um, you know, they go on the road to Florida and things don't go as well uh, down that way for them. And then Georgia Tech goes to Florida State. And Florida State has really struggled this year. You know, Florida State, I always tease my niece who, uh, who graduated from there back in the spring. You went to Florida State and they became a basketball school instead of a football school. She graduates, and this year the football team starts winning again. I said, I said, it's you. It's all, <laughs> it's all your. And it makes her feel bad. <laughs> yeah. But, but I said, I said, I don't know any other way to explain it, Samantha. I mean, you, 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 you're there, and all of a sudden, you know, they, 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 they are. The football team can't beat anybody, and the basketball team is ranked in the top ten, and uh, it, it just totally turned around. But you know, they, uh, they got off to a. Really bad start. I mean, Florida State is five and eleven, but three and two in the conference. So you know, here they kind of come. And so Georgia Tech goes down there. Florida State wins that game, seventy-five, sixty-four. The Jackets are now eight and seven, one and four, uh, in conference play. So they want to do, you know, get things turned around and get things uh, improved for Coach Pastner. Of course, they got you know a big win early uh, back during the week, but. You want to see if they can get things regrouped and going in the right direction because uh, there's still a lot of basketball to be played and it's still early uh, in the conference schedule. And ACC is going to be challenging as always once again this year. You still got your North Carolina, your Duke, your Syracuse, your Virginia. Virginia beat Syracuse, by the way, yesterday, 73-66. So uh, something to watch for as far as that conference goes. Georgia, of course, has been, a, one of, I guess, one of the big surprises in the Southeastern Conference. The SEC has so many teams that are nationally ranked and Georgia took an 11 and 3 record down to Florida and this is coach you know Mike White just left Florida to come right. to Georgia uh has assembled a team has really worked that transfer portal and say what you want to about the transfer portal but if you have a coach that knows it understands it and knows how to recruit that way uh what you see happening at Georgia is possible but they fall at Florida yesterday 82-75 so Georgia is now 11 and 4 a silver who expected Georgia to be 11 and 4 at this stage of the basketball season, they are 11-4 and four and having a, a great start to their season so far. Georgia State falling. They were down at Louisiana. Them folks down in Lafayette beat them. Uh, there seven, you go again. Well, they, you there know, we're going to say that because they don't like it. We're going to say it. They're Lafayette. That's who they are. <laughs> See, you don't get ugly with folks. You, Why? you know, but you. No, I'm saying you don't. Yeah. You don't normally poke the bear. You don't normally because you, you you're the high road that everybody well, as, they, uh, they, they, aspires to be yeah. on. But it's just they 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 spent all this money on stationery. Yeah, <laughs> but, know, that ain't, but, but, but why does that with, get with, to with, you with Louisa? Because because if you're doing one of their games or whatnot, and you accidentally say Lafayette, because you've been saying Lafayette for so long, somebody <laughs> come flying over there and say we're not Lafayette anymore. We're we're we're, we're, we're Louisiana, and they'll, they'll, they'll come and tell you that. Well, what about the folks that say New Orleans differently on uh, New Orleans, and they get on folks that don't say it right way? There's all kinds of the cities that got these problems with how the, the nation says that pronounces their name. Yeah, but with this, with this school though, particularly the Raging Cajuns, which that that's the brand everybody knows, the Raging Cajuns. What right. he calls them, Southwest Louisiana, which they used to be for years, or Louisiana Lafayette, or just Louisiana as they want to be known now, because there was no University of Louisiana. There's Louisiana State, 
but there's no University of Louisiana, so they figured they make themselves University of Louisiana. They just just took liberties there. Yeah, huh? they, they, that's what they did. Yeah. Well, yeah. all right, I'm with you. Lafayette. There, there we go. You know, and that, and that, I do it with you. Then. Take that. Take La, that. Lafayette. Uh, uh, I'm start uh, saying like RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> Kennesaw State was a winner yesterday. They're playing Queens, and they won at 76-67. Kennesaw State is 11 and six, and they are off to a good start. They had a win up in Charlotte yesterday. So let's bring you up to speed on some of our college um, basketball in the area of the teams. You know, turning into conference play, things getting getting serious, and that the way is. We see who's going to be around at tournament time, maybe get that bid for the NCAAs. And like I said, Georgia is the big surprise. Let's see how they go as far as the tournament, uh, as far as things go going uh, forward. And uh, maybe get a part, be a part of March Madness. Eric, hmm. Eric Well, uh, I wanted to let you know that the Maroon Tigers got back into the win column yesterday. They it, went up to Memphis to take on the magicians of LeMoyne-Owen College. Yes. And brought back a W by the final score of – I think it was 78 or something like that. 82 to uh, – no, that's not right. Oh, which one? Oh, okay. No, I was looking at the wrong thing. So, they, they actually won – they won yesterday, 82 to 56, but it wasn't LeMoyne. They were over in Columbia to take on Allen University. Okay. One of the new members of the SIAC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's been a – it was a tough week for Morehouse. They lost Monday night in a tough game at home versus Central State. So, I'm glad to see them get back in one column yesterday. wonder what Clark did yesterday. I need to look that up. We can see what they did. Clark's together. having a, a rough year in the first year under – New coach, right? New coach, yeah. He was on the Morehouse staff. He's a, he was on the Clark staff forever. Okay. Came over to Morehouse one year. Now he's back over there. I looked him up real quick before you – Yeah, we see how, see how they're doing the basketball in the AU Center. Of course, when those two teams get together, that is always a, a, a amazing event. Uh, it's one of them you – know, you know, Greg, we call it one of them fire marshal games. I said that a couple weeks ago about a matchup, and somebody gave me hell. And Eric, you jumped on the on the. I saw the thread on Twitter, and I had made. I just tongue in cheek. I was being, you know, just stupid. And it's a real barn burner when these two get together to throw the records out. Some kind of, you know, one of those generic phrases, and somebody gave me hell. What for saying? For <laughs> yeah, saying just barn being burner? silly. And then it was like Eric's tweet. You you jumped on it right afterwards. It was like a couple from a couple weeks ago. You remember what I'm talking about? I don't. I wouldn't pick on my big, my my yeah, my my, my, my uh-huh. pop and my uncle. That was, that, that was a, you know. Anyway, it was just, it was like I said, it was just kind of fun. Because normally I don't even pay attention to that. I just don't. But I just happen to look that particular day. But anyway, go ahead, Miss Crenshaw. I stepped on your time. Well, okay. Clark Atlanta was a um, unfortunate. They won the, the wrong side of Benedict College last night. Both both Morehouse and Clark Atlanta over there in Columbia. They'll go over there and play both teams. So if they both played. You know, because Benedict and, and Allen across the street from right, each right, other. Right, right, So they both played one, and then so the other teams will play, they'll swap teams uh, Monday night. Do they share a ride when they go over there? No. No? No. They're coming back to the same place. You, they ain't sharing no ride. Come on now. I'm, I'm just saying. Would Duke and North Carolina share a ride over to, they, they to, to Wake Forest? They could. Not all the money right they got. right down that 40. No, no, they, they, they ain't sharing a ride. They ain't staying in the same hotel. They might end up at the same campus party. On a Saturday night, but other than that, that's about it. They won't even go to Cracker Barrel together or nothing. They wouldn't do that. They might. Who knows? You know, you got to think <laughs> about it. the coaches. The coaches are, are really good friends right. now. That's so, the thing. You know, but no, they ain't. They ain't sharing no ride. <laughs> we're not gonna start that. We're not gonna start that. Greg, we're not gonna start that up. I, I'm not starting nothing. It's you. I'm trying to put folks together, but that's you. That's who you are. Blessed is the peacemaker, for well, he can be called the child of God. <laughs> we do it. Huh? That's that line from Godfather 3. <laughs> anyway, what else is going on? That's what, what we really have, just your stuff with us, Captain, with college basketball. That is, that is going on, and some teams have gotten off to a great start. 
We just heard about high school basketball, and then we're going to hear about the NBA, and that seems to be where the trouble is. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, that seems to be where the trouble is, is trying to get this team uh, on, on get everybody on the same page and whatnot. You, you know, I was hoping that the Georgia Bulldogs going out to L.A. could be positive for the Hawks and just bring some positive vibe and just rub off on them a little bit there since they're all in town together. So, uh, you know, I don't know. You know, you, you hope that something, something else works for them. Of course, did, did they take the same? <laughs> they take the same plane. No, would they would they ride back together? They would no. no, they, no. They, they, they definitely no, won't ride back. Well, I mean, the Hawks come back after the game tonight. Georgia yeah. got to play tomorrow night. So, right. yeah. I wonder if a few of them might stick around. When do the Hawks play? They don't play home until Wednesday. You think a few of them might stick stick around and and, and nah. cop a ticket to the next championship game? Uh, no, nah. no. Okay. I think they I think they coming on back. How, how about uh, some of? Will, I mean, will LeBron show up again? You know, he he's in his neighborhood now. His team didn't make it. Maybe he'll show up to the next championship. He game. may. He may. He probably got. If up. I was, if you guys were in Los Angeles with this big game in town, would this be an event that you would try to try to be in attendance to? I would try. Yeah. I would try. I would try. No. I, I would. I would try that. I would want to go see the new stadium. I want to go to, to to see the game. Obviously, Greg said no. No, I, well, I say that with 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 an explanation. I would have eaten through tree bark last year to get to the Super Bowl to be in that stadium. Okay, this is one of those where and and you're assuming I'm coming from Georgia, like I don't, you know, I, or I had a team in the Super Bowl, but still, I am one of those people who thoroughly enjoy the home viewing experience or the TV watching experience. I get a lot more information. I get different angles. I hate being at a stadium. And I'm not listening to the radio broadcast. I'm, you know, paying attention to everything that's going on in there. And then something happens on the field. They'll show the replay on the board, but I don't know what's going on. Because they're explaining, you know, you're watching the game. They're explaining what the refs are looking at or, or, or what the call is. They're giving you close-ups on stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's if you I'm had, just if about you, that if you, now. If you had a game of that magnitude, all you got to do is go on Twitter. I know, but I'm and just. They'll catch you up on what's when going I'm, on. But I'm at, when I'm at the game, I'm at the game, man. I'm in the watching what's going on with the game. It's like people, when I go to baseball games and they're sitting there talking and go, Did you hear what I said? It's like, No, I'm watching a baseball game. Yeah. I'm, I'm not the one who goes to the game and has a party. I'm, I'm like really into what's going on with the game. Now, mind you, I do enjoy it, and I'm going through a couple beverages, but I'm, I'm, I'm focused on that. But now for this matchup, if you gave me tickets and a parking pass, and that's by the way, that's key. The parking pass got to be there. Oh, that's very important. I, I would go, but otherwise, I'm enjoying the technology we got with our home, with our big old flat screens. So I'm, I'm good. I see what you're saying, though. But yeah, I would have tried to get there for the Super Bowl last year to be in the house for that. All right, coming up next, we're going to switch gears and talk basketball. Terrell Thomas. These Urban Times, he is coming up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. On this Saturday morning, be tell the truth. That when you hear this song from now on, don't you think of Chipper? I I say again. Chipper my, Jones? Thank you. Who else Chipper would I be mentioning here in Atlanta? I don't know what Chipper. No, no, yeah, that no, wasn't no, Chipper's song. No, his song's Crazy Train. Oh, that's right. That's my the, fault. That's, my mess up. I, that's another 
uh, act you should think about. Another sport. Yeah. <laughs> what? The road warriors. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, they were coming in on that. But no, man. Uh, wow, I can't believe I got that. Yeah, crazy I messed train, that up. Dude. Yeah, crazy we played train. that. So, yeah, look at you guys correcting the dude who worked at a rock station forever. Thank you very much. I just sit on that one. Um, we are still working on um, trying to get something. We wanted to We wanted to pass on some information to you as we were talking about um, – Again, see, here we go. Uh, Hamlin and what's going on with him, but by extension, what they did for him on the field, but yet on the high school level, various levels, even on the college level, they don't have the medical equipment. So we're trying to get some information and working. I'm still working on it. Might hear from like Chief Brandon, but the conversation yesterday was about training and how long it takes to get certified for some of these things. So that's coming up. I, I say that because I got a text from him. So we're going to see if we can get that worked out. But we got a guest sitting there, if I'm correct. Our friend of the show, a man who will take care of your residential and commercial real estate needs and also write on these urban times about what's going on with our Atlanta Hawks. Terrell Thomas, good morning, sir. Good morning. Good, mo- good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys doing today? All right. You know, Everything's all right. A little slow, you know. It's just one of them mornings, but we we couldn't be happier to have you on there. How's the family doing, by the way? How's the, what I wanted to ask you? I just remember this, Sam. Sorry, just let me indulge me for a second. What is that second week like in your house after, or not the second week, but the 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 week after Christmas when the kids um are out of school, but yet all the presents are opened up. <laughs> and and they got you know they need to be entertained. What's that like in your house? Well, it it was it was actually a very easy uh, very easy week. We try to keep them on on a, as much of a schedule as possible with a little leniency for things that may just pop up. So we kind of knew that they would have uh, you know a day or two with friends. We knew that they'd have a day or two with grandma and grandpa. So it it, it was really smooth. Uh, and it, we try to wind things down the weekend before they go back to school, just so they can get back on that school wake up early schedule. Uh, so it, it was it was really it was really smooth. It was it was a really smooth uh, second week right after Christmas. Sam, that's the, he's in he's in the minority because I have friends who got young kids and they talk about just the drama that goes on in the house that second week when they got they got to entertain the kids and they got to work and the kids are bored and they're making noise around the house and throwing things and. So, congratulations! You have figured things out. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of young parents they want to walk into traffic after this second week. All the and the kids ain't playing with the toys. You know, you spent all that money on the Christmas toys. Anyway, man, let's talk about this West Coast trip of this Hawks team. What are we looking at? Well, well, uh, you know, it's. I'm hoping that our Hawks are able to pick up a win tonight so they can come back two and two. The, the last game against the Lakers. It seems like when LeBron sees that Atlanta or Hawks uniform, that he just turns into. LeBron James of of 2015. So uh, that was interesting to see. And with us being able to steal a win to begin the series against Sacramento, uh, I'm 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 hoping the guys I'm I'm hoping the guys find a way to to get a win against the Clippers tonight. Once again, they'll be at the Crypto.com Arena, formerly Staples Center. So a place where they just recently played, same floor, just different logo. I'm not quite sure how the lineup will look for the, uh, for the Clippers and uh, Paul George. If, he, if he'll be a go or if Kawhi Leonard will be a go. So maybe we'll get a win there with the Clippers being slightly shorthanded. Uh, but I think our Hawks have to get a win tonight. They need to get a win tonight, come back from this West Coast road trip 500, uh, and then prepare for a tough nemesis this upcoming Wednesday. 
tough nemesis, but one they kind of yeah, and, Milwaukee and, and, and ain't no problem for well them. against them, folks. We're spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Terrell Thomas, and he is social. You can follow him on Twitter at Eldorado2452, at Eldorado2452. Uh, let's talk about the, the ball movement with this team. And, I mean, we, we've seen him try to move the ball around, get more people touches. You've had four to five guys in double figures in recent games. You've seen John Collins going for crying out loud. That's a positive but, you know, you still got to bottle all that up and get a win. Yeah, the, you know, uh, I, I have been slightly pleased with the ball movement as as of recently. Uh, I've seen the guys. It's, it's kind of hard to say that they're just finally starting to form a chemistry, but I know we've talked over and over again about the lineup changes, the rotation changes. So it does start to seem like they're finally starting to gel slightly. So I have been pleased with how they've been moving the ball. But as you mentioned, we, we need more scoring when, when it's happening. It, it, we see a lot of ball movement, but it's not necessarily uh, translating into baskets or, or assists for the people moving the ball. Uh, so I, I hope that they, they do find a way to continue to improve in that area. Uh, but I would actually like to see them do a bit more of it. I want to go back to what um, you were talking about a second ago. We were talking about these Hawks getting the win against this uh, Clippers team. What, what, are we, what are your thoughts on this team right now? And what are we looking at this year when we're talking about – Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I have a I have an issue with Paul George when it comes to playoff time, but this was supposed to be that juggernaut out there. They were the ones who were going to give the Lakers run for the money. Now I realize Kawhi's been injured, but this year, as we sit here now in January 2023, are they making anybody nervous out there? No, I don't believe they are yet. But I I I want to believe that they have some type of master plan and that they're kind of resting their players or keeping their players ready for that postseason run. Now, I do believe that the Clippers can be very, very scary. I do believe that they have a very deep roster. I like a lot of the talent on that roster with John Wall being an addition, of course. So I, I do think they can make some noise once they get into the tournament. I believe they will be in the tournament. And I, I kind of think they're just playing the regular season. And now, you know, we'll see wherever we fall. Uh, that doesn't really matter as long as we make it the tournament. And I, I believe they have their eyes set on dethroning the Warriors. You can see that's what you're talking about. And the Warriors, that's a team that's interesting right now. I mean, even though, you know, the Hawks had a difficult time with them, they just managed to go out and get things done no matter who's not showing up right now. The thing about them right now is they just want to get healthy. You know what's there and what can be there at the end when it comes to that team. Yeah, I would, have, I would have to agree with you there. You know, with Steph Curry being out right now, they, they're kind of up in the air. And it's amazing to see. I, I Forgive me for not being exact, but there's something like something like 17-3 and three at home and then something like 3-17 and 17 on just to say on yeah, the road. They're yeah, horrible they're right now. on the road, right? <laughs> horrible on the road right now. Uh, but they're still continuing to pick up wins at home at the Chase Center. And we did see last night. Uh, they actually fell to to the Orlando Magic, but they're slowly getting their roster back. Andrew Wiggins was back in the lineup. Uh, he's missed a great amount of time this season. Steph Curry may be back in the lineup soon. They're looking to possibly get him going as the, as the Warriors get ready to go on another road trip. So you never know with that team. That's another team where I, I truly believe they have the heart of a, of a champion. We've seen them, of course, uh, become champions right in front of our eyes. So I, I, won't, I would not count them out until we see them lose a, a four games in a series. Hawks and Clippers play tonight here on Sports Radio 9290. Well, 9290 game. Hawks and Clippers uh, pregame is at 8.30, tip at 9 o'clock, and you can hear that here. Of course, they're back home Wednesday night taking on the Bucks. Uh, 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 tip. And um, that, that's it. You know, get to come back home for a minute and then back on the road again. Um, just talk about these next two games. 
with, with this Atlanta team. Obviously, you want to get a win tonight. And then you get a team that you've had a lot of success from. You'd like to have Clint Capella back, but as long as you got O out there, he usually has no problem with Giannis. Yeah, we, I, I want to see the, the Hawks, as we mentioned, get a win tonight. And as you mentioned, Big O. Big O was another night back at home. He was a California high school player of the year a few years ago when he was in high school playing at Chino, playing at Chino Hills with LaMelo Ball. We saw his his parents were actually, uh, his mom and about 20 friends, I believe, yeah, our family yeah. members, they came out uh, to see were play. at the arena, <laughs> yeah, yeah. at the Lakers game. So I would imagine that they would have that same uh, uh, amount of people at the game tonight. And again, the Clippers... They have a talented roster, but with, with them having so many injuries, I, I truly believe this is a game in which the Hawks can still, especially if they get off to an early start. We saw in the Lakers game, DeJounte Murray started off hot. He started off with like the Hawks' first nine, uh, 11, uh, nine of the first Hawks' 11 points were from DeJounte Murray, and Trey Young kind of struggled in that first half. And then we saw Trey turn it up in, in the second half. We need balance from those two guys for sure to be able to beat the Clippers tonight. And then, as you mentioned, once they get back home to State Farm Arena, I do believe it'll be great for them to sleep in their beds, to get back to the arena, and get back to Emory. And the Bucks, no matter who's out there for the Bucks, it seems like our Hawks do find a way to have their number. Giannis, however, is having another MVP-type season. Yeah, he is. Yeah, He's he coming is. off of a triple-double the other day. He had 55 points in the game before that. So he's still a monster out there, and his game is continuing to, to grow and blossom. So it's going to be very entertaining for Hawks fans who are – Starting to get a little frustrated with this team. Yeah, it's matchups, Sam. That's that's, that's why we got the Hawks. I mean the uh, the Bucks number matchups. 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 Do it. Yeah, it's all about matchups. Learned that from uh, did a seminar with Phil Jackson. That's what he said. It's all about matchups. Length. He shared. Hey, he shared that with you. He huh? shared that with me. It cost me, me eighty seven dollars for the weekend. Great one. Yeah, yeah. Had to go. To, had to go to a seminar. Went out there at the Holiday Inn in Forest Park. Um, is the championship going to come? out of the East this year, Terrell, do you believe? Uh, I mean, I, I would I would like to believe and put some hope out there that it would be our Atlanta Hawks. You know, I, w- I would love to see that. But uh, in reality, if it's not our Hawks, if the struggles continue, we got to look at that team up in Brooklyn. I mean, the Nets just right now are are, are rolling in a historic way. They, they have the number one winning percentage, some like the number one field goal percentage. Uh, it, it seems like, you know, a year ago or two years ago, everyone was picking the Nets when, when Durant and Kyrie first decided to partner up. And just like life sometimes, you know, like things happen when they're supposed to happen. We put timelines together and things, and sometimes you're just not ready for the moment. But those guys look really good right now. Ben Simmons is coming to his own out there, and they have shooting around him. Joe Harris is still on the team. Seth Curry is looking well. So I, I could easily, easily see a championship uh, coming out of Brooklyn. So having said that, you feel confident in two things happening. One is Ben Simmons not shrinking in playoff time, more importantly in championship playoff time, and you're confident that these guys have turned the corner on playing defense. Yeah, I am. I, I would have to give a lot of credit to Coach Vaughn. I, I, I know that uh, a lot of people were scratching their heads when Steve Nash was fired and Coach Vaughn uh, took took on the role. But him being a former player and being a new voice in that locker room, it really seems like he has those guys' ear. 
And, you know, I've, I've heard it time and time again, but I, I believe it to be true. You know, a few, year, few years ago, if Durant wears a smaller size shoe, <laughs> we yeah, see the Nets yeah, advance. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, you never know what would happen right there. I know if ifs were fifths, everybody would be drunk. But that that was just very, very telling telling <laughs> did, right there. And, did you say that to the kids over Christmas, yeah. by the way? <laughs> <laughs> was that nah, a phrase nah, that came nah, out nah, of the I, table? <laughs> <laughs> say that after grace? Nah, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Go ahead, man. But I, I do. I do. To answer your question, I do believe that they, they, they turn things around from a defensive standpoint. And a lot of that I would have to give credit to to Ben Simmons. You know, we give him a lot of flack for what he does not do offensively. But defensively, the guy is a monster. He's a guy who's consistently in the runnings, at least in the top three for defensive player of the year. I haven't seen that Ben Simmons in a Nets uniform, but we do know that's in him. And when you have guys like with the length and the size of Durant and Simmons on the floor together, and that guy, Nick, Nick Claxton, he's, he's been looking pretty well as well in, in the middle. So I do think they've turned things around defensively. You know whose birthday it is today? I'm going to bring Terrell as we shut this down. But I'm, I'm going to make him go, oh, really? You know whose birthday it is today, uh-huh. uh, Terrell? Oh. It's, it's, it's Gabby Hoffman. And now you may not know that name initially, but Gabby Hoffman was the little girl on Field of Dreams. She was Kevin Costner's daughter. Remember that hmm. movie? Hmm. Remember she ate yes, a hot dog and almost choked at the end? That was that little girl. <laughs> I bring that up, and it's her birthday, is because you have watched her last year. She has grown. You know the rise of the Lakers, that, that uh, HBO series that they put out, the uh, winning time, the rise of the Lakers yes. dynasty? You watched yes. that? Yes. That little... I have not watched it. Oh, you haven't? Well, this was all no, the I've, time. I've, 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 seen, <laughs> I've seen clips. I, I've, I've seen, I haven't been able to sit through and watch the entire series. People, I've seen clips, I've seen bits and pieces, but uh, I have not seen the whole thing. Well, when you see the whole thing, and keep this in mind, and, and we talked about this because Sam didn't know either, and it, she's in, she's got gray hair now, but she plays the manager of the forum in this series, Claire, Claire Rothman. But if you see her, that's the little girl from Field of Dreams, grown up, and she's like got gray hair now. It make you feel old. It wow. make you feel real old. But uh, anyway, Terrell, listen, enjoy the rest of your uh, your weekend, and we'll be talking to you next weekend, partner. I I, I got to tease you real real quick because I'm ahead. still just waiting for the text to let me know what time I'm coming on air. I just happen to be, you know, I'm always I'm always listening to you guys. So once I heard we'll be talking basketball, I knew oh, I'll be up. So yeah, I, I own apology because I told him we were having him on today, Sam, and I didn't get back and confirm a time. Normally I confirm a time. Oh, man. It may be late. No, see, so that's on me. I'm having a day where I have to fall on the sword a couple times. And 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 but I'm don't worry. To do I'm all, I'm always tuned in when you guys are on air. Yeah. So when I heard basketball, I knew to pull over that I'd be getting a call really soon. It ain't you. It's your wife. She gives you an elbow while you're laying in bed. Going, they're talking about you. Get up. <laughs> we found that out at the party, didn't we, Sam? Yeah. We found that out. Yeah. <laughs> Terrell, enjoy your day, man. Thanks as always. Uh, much love. Have a great week, gentlemen. You got it, Sam Take and care. Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. I didn't jump in too early, did I? No. Nah. Yeah, that was that big John Williams 
timpani <laughs> sound that he produces. But there's a reason why we're playing that. And? It that is because is. he is writing the theme for tomorrow night's uh, entrance uh, open of the uh, college football championship game. I mean. He, well, he's we, probably we, written it by we, now. We, oh, I'm sure he has. I'm <laughs> sure he has already done. But, I'm, I mean, when you put, you know, put his soundtrack uh, to something, people are going to remember it. And we think about some of the most memorable movies of our time, uh, even sporting events with the Olympics, and we just heard that's part of the theme for Sunday night football. Now he's going to add that to this game between Georgia and TCU tomorrow night. And you just wonder what it's going to sound like. I think the name of it is going to be Of Grit and Glory. Of Grit. Now, he wrote it or he's composing it? Um, this is, I mean, somebody could write it, but it's like Quincy Jones. Well, he, well, he, wrote, know, he, he, he wrote it. He wrote? Oh, okay. He's doing double duty then. Yeah, well, they're saying he wrote, it's saying wrote composed. I mean, you think, I think that's kind of the same thing. You mean, produ- you mean producing? Producing. Okay, well, I don't know who produced Conducting, it, but, that's but, what but, I was going for, conducting but, but the, the orchestra and all that. Yeah, he probably, he normally does that. I mean, he's, he's 90 years old these days, so he does a whole lot of that well, He'll probably days. be doing it sitting down. But um, but he's composed a, a three-and-a-half-minute theme song. Wow. Three-and-a-half minutes that's going to get us into this game, recorded by a 96-piece orchestra. Uh, he conducted it back on December 21st. Hmm. The longest, so, the shortest day of the year. You know what I mean. So he's there working for it. We're going to get to listen. There's going to be a montage associated with that. So the, it, I can't imagine there just being three and a half minutes of just music. Okay, so there's going to be a montage of Georgia and TCU highlights connected with that. And when you say that, that makes me think. Well, it could it could be Georgia and TCU. It could be just something great college football moments. I, we don't right. know. That's true. Right? But so there'll be some sort of video you would oh, imagine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there'll, there'll, there'll be some. Well, see, there'll, then I'm wondering how much we're going to remember the, uh, the, the, the music because it's, it's kind of like. You remember it for the movies. We see those movies 82 times in, in, the, in the course of a year, so that's why that, that soundtrack is ingrained in us. If we didn't watch Star Wars as much as we did uh, or Indiana Jones or, or all the other movies that we know, then we may not be that familiar with you know, we think about the, the movies we, that we've we, seen we, we, over we and get, over. We get his Olympic theme once every four years. Remember yeah, that? I okay, but that's been part of this. You know, Olympics been around for a minute, so we, everybody knows that. Plus, they use that in commercials too. I see what you're saying. I'm just saying I hope that people remember this this piece of music that he's writing. That's all I'm saying. Because usually you focus on. It's like us. If we were doing TV, people would would wouldn't hear us the same as people who are on radio. You don't have that visual. You don't have that sense that's taken away from you. So that's why they say you always got to paint a picture. Don't we hear that all the time when you're doing radio, the Vince Scully thing? You got to paint a picture because people don't have you visually. Well, people are going to have pictures. Well, yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I just, just they're, they're, they're I hope they remember the music. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think the music would probably be a certain complement to what you see visually. And because of that, of them being a, a good marriage, you would, uh, you know, you, you're going to remember it. And then after that, you're going to see a game that hopefully we'll remember. And All right. And we're hoping it ends up with Georgia winning, even though there's no tailgating and there's no dog. No, there isn't. Unless we go get one. You're going to call the people. You're going to start that again? You're going to call the people the Central Cast? No, I ain't calling them folks the Central Cast. Call the people the Central Cast. I, no, I don't want no bootleg replacement dogs out there in California. I just, I just don't. I get what you're saying, but I don't think it's one of those superstitious things. 
Because they won it last. Did 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 Uga travel last year? Schwarzenegger, yeah, yeah, he, he traveled did? last year. Yeah, I mean it's a long flight out there. It's a long flight out there and a long flight back. Well, hang on a second. Dogs go on long flights all the time. Is there something? Yeah, wrong but with this, them? yeah, but this this is he's, he's nine years old, and you know that, that that breed of dog when they get a certain age, you know that they have a little trouble. This is the first time so. I've heard that. I mean, really? it may be true. I never heard of a dog having a limited time to fly in their life. Well, no, that's a limited time to fly. Well, but if I'm you're just, saying 9 o'clock, if they're no, 9 years nine old. Years old yeah, so that's a limited time. That's like you got to you got to if you're going to take a, a New York to LA trip with your dog, you know, they got to be younger cuz I as you're saying, if I'm hearing you correctly, they this particular they, breed of dog Okay, well then again, I'm, I'm still not being saying educated. if it's a, it's a Chihuahua or you know, <laughs> one of them little purse or, dogs, or, or Yorkie or something, you know, just throw them in your purse and take them on. Yeah. You get them through TSA, you're good. Um, so, <laughs> so, but but this particular breed of dog, you know, once he gets a certain age, has respiratory, upper respiratory type of type of issues naturally, and so with him being nine years, I didn't realize his ugly was that old. You know, no, I didn't. So, uh, nine years old, they figure he's gonna gonna stay home. Not saying he's ill or anything like that. They just don't want to don't want to take any any chances. Well, that's Sam, what I. Sam Crenshaw, the veterinarian. That's what I thought. That. Yeah, you made it sound like it was you know, yeah. you get up there and his ears start popping and 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 can't stretch his legs out and, and you know it's an uncomfortable flight. No, so they should have put him on Amtrak. They, they, you know, that's the thing. They they knew Saturday night that they would have to go to L.A. Yeah. They, they could have put him in the limo. They put him on it. They put him in the limo and started driving. Uber and started and driving last there. last Saturday night, right after the game ended here. Just Absolutely. Drive, drive him out there. How many people would have volunteered for that job? Of course. Drive Ugga out. I drive mean, Ugga out to get. Please, that'd have been. How many been times like the would torch you, you have to stop him and let him get out and stretch his legs oh, a little all bit about there? That. And then, you know, I, yeah, you know. Always find some trees and nice big, you know. What's that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> gas station chain. They got a lot of big area there. You just take them out there, let them walk around. Yeah. Listen, we got to get this information out, and I, I got to stop and do something, Sam, because you know, all morning long, I've been trying to get in touch with um, somebody to come on and talk about the safety procedures and the certification and the length of learning how to get trained to use a defibrillator to administer a defibrillator on the sidelines. On whatever level. And so we reached out to a couple people. We talked about this um, because of the DeMar Hamlin situation. And on the high school, they got it covered on the pro level. But on the high school level, there isn't that equipment there. (coughs) Excuse me. And it wasn't just getting the equipment, as we talked about yesterday. And Eric jumped in on this. It's getting the training. Right. And so I've been in touch with, back and forth with, with Brandon, Deputy Chief Brandon. And he was going to give us a shout. And we've been trying to work this out because he is, say a prayer for his mama. Okay. She, she, she has felt better. And, and so he was going up to visit her. Anyway, as we were getting ready to make this call, I reached out to him. He said, I'm on the side of the road, just ran up on a pretty bad car wreck. Oh, man. Headed to Kennestone. Wow. I had to call 911. I can't get away. I say that because this is from day one of meeting this dude. And I, I got a feeling it is across the board with firemen. They just are a special breed. And I have never met somebody who, in the first 10 minutes, I could tell they were filled with integrity and has shown me that throughout the time I've known them. And this is just an extension of that. How many folks would have just kept going because they got to get to Kenneth Stone to visit a relative that's there? Yep. Yep. No. Yep. But not him. 
No, not him. This can't, dude pulled over. Can't do it. He's calling. I mean, you know, uh, and and he just I can't get away. I got to help these people. Deputy Chief Brandon Newsom, Paulding County Fire. How about give him a little shout out, Jerry. So we may hear from him in a little bit, but he's dealing with that right now. He's a little preoccupied. A little preoccupied. Gave me the name, and I'm going to see if maybe we can reach out to the uh, division chief. Uh, Again, this is just a quick conversation, but we want to get it from people who do this on a daily basis to pass this on. And we may touch some folks out there going, you know what, I'm going to learn how to do this. Abe was talking about it yesterday. Because that's what you hope. That's what you hope out of what people are. Watch what happened Monday night and heard the updates uh, throughout the week on his condition. And thankfully, you know, things are trending in a positive direction for DeMar Hamlin. And, and all the pregame shows today uh, before the college, before the high school, the high school, college high school, before the National Football League games, um, we'll be focusing on him and on his recovery. And, you know, obviously tipping the cap and, and uh, giving the proper uh, recognition to those who are on the field to those who are at the hospital who did the right thing and did those things in a timely manner uh, to see his recovery take the course that it's taken. So, I mean, that's, that's what some we're going to be reminded of. We just talked about the fact that, you know, you want people to be prepared, and if it's something that people can do, because it's one of those things, Greg, we talked about people were helpless. You know, you yeah. saw these big, strong, you know, players, guys who were just moments before that, you know, out there playing a the game that they love and enjoy, um, you know, were, were just broken. I mean, just really just distraught at what they saw. And so it left you sitting watching at home or wherever you were watching, wondering, you know, feeling helpless, feeling pretty helpless too. What, what, what can we do? And so out of this, you know, comes the con- concern as far as learning CPR, how to work a defibrillator. Maybe that's something that people you can do. So if a situation like this uh, arrives at a sporting event or anywhere, um, that you would know how, how, how to respond and, uh, and save a life. And it's one of those things that will just start to happen and spread across society in a way that you, you really won't even pay attention to it and you won't know it until you need to. When I was go- growing up, I didn't know five people who knew how to give um, like mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. I mean, the proper way to do it. How to, to, to you, know, you know, put your hands a certain way when you're pounding on somebody's chest to get them breathing again. All those little things that we now take for granted. There's some... There, there are some basic things having to do with just initial help to keep people comfortable, to, to try and get them breathing again that we have seen for years. This is another one of those things that are interesting. And I think it also maybe because we follow sports more than other society and we, we see these things and they're a part of the world in which we, we exist in and watch it. And so we just by happenstance pick it up. We know to do certain things right away. We've all learned if you watch sports, I don't care what it is, Throw some ice on it, <laughs> you know, put some ice on it and, and, and elevate it. There's just things that will happen. And as we move forward over the, over the X amount of years, I think people will know more about having to give these life-saving procedures, at least as much as you can with the skills that you have in front of you and, and the, and the um, technology that you have in front of you. When, when, how far are we away from having something like this put on your phone? Something where you can hit a button and, is, you know, some some sort of charge will come out of it. Oh, I don't know. You don't think so? Some of the phone. I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's one phone. I'm just saying. There's going to be. I would not be surprised if, in the not too distant future, there's something that comes out of your phone, uh, some kind of button that you hit that does something crazy. Now, obviously, maybe not a defibrillator defibri- 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 level, but something 
I'm, I'm just not surprised at technology anymore. I'm really not. And I hear yeah. about the things and I see the things that are happening. And this may sound crazy, but I'm, I just wouldn't be surprised. If you're saying that somebody surely is, pro- is probably thinking it. I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm just not surprised anymore. It's like salaries in sports. When somebody says they're making the same amount of money a year as what we heard GM made in a year, we just ain't surprised anymore. That's one individual. Companies used to make that in the course of a year. We're just numb to it. Right? That's Moving it. into the 8 o'clock hour, we are going to have a, a – I'm looking forward to talking to Tiffany. Uh, we're going to find out as much as we can about TCU, at least from her perspective. Tiffany Blackman, ESPN sideline reporter, was with the uh, horny throngs <laughs> uh, during the Fiesta Bowl, and we're going to talk to her on the heels of uh, the national championship tomorrow night. She's going to join us in this 8 o'clock hour. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.